Got an issue you just can't fix? On the fence about what direction you should take? Been wrestling with a situation that's out of control? Let's take it out of the too hard basket. It's the case of the borrowed and re-gifted book. And bookending this problem are writer and theatre maker Maeve Marsden and writer and comedian Seren Jayamana. Hi, you two. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Too Hard Basket. Now, I always like to start by taking the quick temperature of our Too Hard Basketeers. That's you. And there's no judgment here, only curiosity. The thing I want to know is whether you are a diligent book returner. When you are loaned a book, do you always give it back? I will break the ice and disclose first. My answer is not consistently, I'll be honest. But to even things out, if I lend someone a book, I don't expect people to return it. If I'm loaning it out, I'm prepared to say goodbye to it. That's where I'm at. Seren, are you a good borrower? Uh, great question. I think I, I mean, I have to confess and say no. I've definitely, I've got books I'm looking at right now on the shelf <laughs> that I know aren't mine. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things, whenever I see them, I'm, I remind, I'm like, oh yeah, I've got to give that back. It's, the, the intention is right. It's just the, the follow through. Follow through. I'm yeah. with you. Maeve, how about you with borrowing books? I'm pretty good, but probably give them back later than I should. So they'll sit in a little stack. I'm very good at coordinating them at home, ready to be returned and less good at remembering to like, put them in my bag the it's day I go and see part the of, getting closer. So good intentions. Yeah, we all have good intentions. Let's, uh, that's good to know. And that's very good because we have some good intentions when it comes to helping Mary. Mary's written in and said, I have a friend to whom I have lent a lot of books in the past. They are often not returned for years. I value the friendship and don't want to make this a big issue. During a COVID confinement in 2020, she was so miserable. So I lent her a batch of books, including a distinctive tome by an Asian author. Rece recently, I finally requested the return of at least some of the numerous books, but she couldn't remember anything about them. For Christmas last year, I received a small parcel containing a book by the distinctive author, obviously pre-read, and as I suspected, one of my own lost books. How appropriate is it to comment? Maeve, I understand you grew up surrounded by books. So how were books sorted in your house growing up? I did. Um, one of my mother's trees was a librarian growing up. So we had like the whole upstairs of our house was lined with bookshelves and she had fully like Dewey decimaled them like a librarian. And there was a system with a notebook for any books that were lent out so that she would remember who they went to. So I was set a very good example of book lending and returning, um, whether I'm quite as diligent myself. I, Probably not, but um, but I was at least taught to be. <laughs> That's a very high bar. That's incredible. I'm wondering if there's there were little cards in each of the books with a little stamp system going on. It also sounds she has her name written in them. Okay, well there's that's mm. part of the. I think that might be part of the solution here. Seren, mm. how do you see this lender's problem? Well, I think there's actually two problems here, and I think that's why it's in the too hard basket because mm -hmm. there's there's the first problem is that uh, you want the books back, which is perfectly valid. And then the second problem I, I feel is that uh, our listener is a little bit sort of, I think she kind of wants credit. She's a bit annoyed that this other lady is taking credit for having discovered the author, that kind of thing. So there's a bit of <laughs> ego at play there as well, I think. Uh, and I reckon the solution to that is real easy. And it's like, 
no one actually believes that she's finding authors. You know, because what's happening is everyone is lending her books, and then five years later, she's giving the books back, being like, "Hey, you should check out this author." So I don't, I don't think anyone suspects that she's some sort of Jennifer Byrne literary like <laughs> genius. You know what I mean? I, Right, so it's, it's a matter of wanting to be the literary influencer of your social circle. One of the things that I find interesting about this dilemma is that, in fact, Mary got what she was wanting, which was the return of a book, but it was exactly. in, the, in the gift form that was so galling. We've got lots of advice from the Facebook page, but Maeve, I'd, I'd love to know what you would suggest to Mary. Would you confront her and say, uh, hey, you know this distinctive tome by an Asian author? Mm. That's actually from moi. Would you do that? Well, yeah, see, I think this is a lesser question about books than it is about honesty and friendships. And the main concern for me was that she felt like she couldn't address it. Because mm. maybe the friend is forgetful. Maybe she's just like got a terrible memory for reasons. You know, I have people in my life who are genuinely just really forgetful people. And I'm like, what's missing in this friendship that you can't just be like, hey, come on. I've given you so many books. Can I come and see if you've got them at your house? It's totally fine. Um, but you gave it back to me as a gift because that to me is like the most important part of a relationship is if I feel like I can be upfront. So I think like the books are a distraction. <laughs> like books I come agree. and go. <laughs> I, I think that, um, I mean, she lent, she lent the books during COVID and obviously acknowledges that her friend was going through like quite a difficult time. So I, I think maybe it, she genuinely just doesn't remember that she um, borrowed the books. And, and it's like, that's fair because her mind was on the end of the world, you know? Like, mm. it, she, she probably wasn't paying attention to the details at the time. I think that's an advantage, though. She clearly doesn't have the best memory. And so my approach would be to, like, just be really positive about the book that um, you received as a gift and just be oh, I love that author. Who was that? And then... She, she's not going to remember that you gave her the books and, and she might lend you more books and they might happen to be your books. And oh. so That's not really you know, going with the honesty and relationships that I'm advocating, <laughs> manipulating your way into more free books. Two sides of the coin, Maeve Marsden, two sides of the coin. <laughs> oh, so that's interesting, Seren. So you're saying that Mary should simply talk up all of the authors that she knows that she has led to the friend over the years and... Bit by bit, through birthdays, Christmases, uh, you know, any Labor Day, Queen's birthday, let's start to manufacture reasons exactly. for gift make giving. A, you can pull back that it. book collection little by little. That's, that's true. And I think you, you sort of make a list of all the authors that you have lent out, Mary, and then think about what the, the like essence of that story was and just sort of say, oh, you know what I'm interested in this month? I'm really interested in distinctive uh, Russian authors um, <laughs> from the 18th century. Do you happen to have any books of that nature? And then, you know, uh, one by one, you'll, you'll, you'll regather your collection. How exciting will that be? Well, I mean, Mary says that sometimes these books are not returned for years. So that is really playing the long game to get them back, Seren. Maeve, you're advocating a, a, a conversation, but I think what... What the issue is often many of our two hard basket uh, dilemmas is people don't want to have that conversation. They're very uh, concerned that it will upend the friendship. In this case, I think that's the case for Mary. If having a, a direct conversation is, is giving you anxiety, is there, I don't know, a middle way between getting the books back, you know, year by year, as Seren suggests, and maybe not being confrontational? Is there another way to go about it? 
go for a visit, bring a reasonable amount of wine, <laughs> quietly secret, secret the books into your bag and stop lending them to this person. Yes. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> that definitely would work, I think. And the, the interesting thing is like when you – it sort of is the next step from being anti-confrontational, isn't it? Just to introduce alcohol and then help. That'll help <laughs> with what the anti-confrontation. It'll The alcohol gets rid of the anti and it brings on just confrontation. Hello, I've I brought like two <laughs> bottles of wine and a half a dozen empty shopping bags. Nothing happened here. <laughs> yeah. Let me just have a quick peruse of your bookshelf. I mean, my bookshelf that happens to be in your home full of my books. Um, but this uh, on Facebook, people are saying, and, and I think I've heard you say as well, stop lending the books. Don't lend anything yeah. to this person if you want it back. Clearly unreliable and not respectful of your property. That's from Karen. And Dan, golden rule, don't lend anything with the expectation of getting it back. So if something is important, don't loan it out. So, uh yeah. Uh, you know, happy to loan a paperback, maybe not so happy to loan the distinctive tome by the Asian author, perhaps. What do you think, Maeve? Have a, a sort yeah. of a hierarchy of what you're willing to lend out? Yeah, that's, I mean, if I've got a really treasured book from my, my childhood or something, I don't loan it. I think books have to be something that if once they're out in the world, they get, you know, dog-eared and they get, maybe someone steals a cuppa on them. So I would, I would only be lending stuff that I would be okay with not coming back. And the idea of books being loaned out and perhaps you say goodbye to them or you bring them back. I think that's something that's resonating on the Facebook page as well. And like I said, if I'm lending, handing someone a book, I'm doing it with a full knowledge that maybe I won't get it back and I'm going to be okay with that. Uh, Sherry says on Facebook, I love my books. I've got thousands of them. Once I used to resist loaning and when I did, it was conditional on the book being returned within a reasonable time frame. But I've since realized there are people who love books as much as I do. And once they read, they get joy from passing them on with no expectations of return. This idea, you know, we talk about book hoarding, of, of mm. having lots of books. This is a common phenomenon among many people. Do you think Mary needs to, is it fair that Mary wants her books back or should Mary perhaps adjust her expectations a little bit, Seren? Well, I actually think that, um, yeah, it's so nice to pass on a book with no expectation of return or that. I mean, it, we could get very philosophical here, but like... I love gen- to look. Go for it. <laughs> Generally, to me, the things that feel nicest are the things where you're trying to just do it with no expectation of return. And I think that's... Passing on a book is one of the most beautiful examples of that, where you're not... You're sharing... You're introducing someone to ideas and to uh, stories, and, and that's like the beautiful part of lending a book. So, yeah, I think... Um, but obviously Mary is a book lover. She goes to the to the lengths of categorizing and keeping records and that kind of thing. So I can see why it would be hard to um, part with certain books. But if that's the case, then as I, I totally agree, have a hierarchy of, of what you're willing to lend and what you're willing to part with, and and just know that you know it is a beautiful thing to to give something to someone without any expectation in return. A lot of texters uh, texting and saying, get a book, this book belongs to Stamp Made for Stamping Your Books. We don't know whether Mary already has done that and the books remain on the friend's shelf despite having been clearly labelled. I hope that Mary's listening and has gotten some advice. I, I quite like the, the wine and shopping baskets I, I, idea, so <laughs> let us know how it goes. Before we let you go... Th- that both- might be the real too hard basket, though, because <laughs> it would be very heavy. Yes, well, multiple too hard baskets would be required. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to uh, talk to you a little bit and hear about what you're up to. You're both very creative people, active people. Maeve, tell us a little bit about your play, your first play, Blessed Union, that's opened uh, at Sydney's Belvoir Street Theatre. What's that about? 
Um, Blessed Union is a lesbian divorce comedy. So the central characters are about to have to work out how to divide their own book collection. Um, it's about a lesbian family with a couple who've been together for about 30 years, trying to kind of maintain some sense of unity whilst the parents separate and the impact of that separation on the kids. But with Lots of laughs. <laughs> Amazing. And I'm sure you can find ticket information on the Belvoir Street Theatre website. Seren, you have a comedy show coming up the, at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Intriguing name, Bag of Vegeta. Sounds delicious. Tell us more. <laughs> yes, uh, I do. It's um, at the Melbourne Comedy Festival for the whole month. It's called The Bag of uh, Vegeta. It's sort of a, a loose reference to the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, it's more like... <laughs> Um, Eastern philosophy and uh, also just stories from my life. I love cooking uh, and, um, well, yeah, Vegeta is basically MSG and I and react tend to react to MSG, so there's some stories about that, but also about the, um, the bigger questions in life and philosophy and that kind of thing. Okay, the bag of Vegeta. Excellent. Check that out at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Maeve Marsden, Seren Jayamana, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you come on the show and share your solutions for the Too Hard Basket. If you have a dilemma, you can email us at lifematters at abc.net.au. Put Too Hard Basket in the subject line. We will change your names and we'll hopefully we will help you out. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.